0: that is offering a loving hand, Yeah. even if you don't fully know their intention behind Mm -hmm. it, when you feel love coming from another person, it is hard to reject. If you're in a place where you are searching for and looking for that extra love in your life that you need, it is very hard to say, oh no thank you, I'm just gonna sit over here and be sad. (music) Welcome back everyone, my name is Sam. And I'm Alyssa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a polygamous group run by Warren Jeffs, and I moved out when I was 18 years old.
1: I was raised LDS, Sam and I have been married for nine years, and have two awesome kiddos.
0: Yes, we do. If you're interested in just listening in today, we do have our podcast available, and please don't forget to like and subscribe.
1: Today, we are going to be reviewing a special documentary that is on HBO Max. I believe it's on Hulu on certain subscription levels, and there was somebody who recommended this for us. You know who you are, so thank you for that. And it's called Love His One, The Cult Mother of God. And it's a three-part series, docu-series, and we're gonna review each episode separately because there was a lot of information, and our minds were pretty much blown in the first episode. We are used to responding mostly to Mormonism and Fundamental Mormonism in particular. We have groups. branched I don't know. out
0: a little bit here and there, but yes. Uh,
1: yeah, and this one though is like way out of our comfort zone. As far as I don't know if we have a lot of. Normally, we can draw like similarities. I feel like right between like religious groups. This one isn't necessarily. They never even really claimed to be a religion. More
0: spiritual minded.
1: Yes, it's more of like a spiritual group.
0: Which, which in the end, religion and spirituality kind of group, go hand in hand, group together in most cases.
1: But there are also like some big distinctions. So, oh yes, we will see how the rest of this goes. Other than our minds being blown, we want to give you some of our thoughts on. This
0: if, you, if you have group. seen it, I can imagine you probably understand how we might be, in a way, speechless yeah. at what exactly to say about this. But there are some similarities that we couldn't ignore that seem to happen frequently in small groups that believe to have the truth. And and that, especially the small groups, but that also goes out to some of the larger groups of of people as well that draw some of these similarities. There are some very unique differences in this group from any other group that I have really looked into. So we will get into that, but definitely some big differences here.
1: The very first thing that I was like, just wanted to make a comment on is the cult of mother of God, right? Like the, the idea of a mother God, was something that the title, being raised LDS, the title almost made me uncomfortable because I was taught my whole life that there was a heavenly mother, but we were not supposed to speak of her or talk about her because it would be disrespectful and that God never mentions her in the scriptures or anything like that because he sees the way people mock and use his name in vain and she is so special and precious he would never want anyone to do that to her. Mm -hmm. So he protects her by like not talking about her at all. What were you taught about a heavenly mother?
0: Similar things to that. I never really appreciated the idea of not talking about heavenly mother because in my mind, if you're going to believe in this all loving heavenly father, having a relationship with your hand in hand with your loving heavenly mother, I feel like would be very important. I don't, I I can kind of see where they are coming from with that idea, but just to point out my view on it, I always thought of it as a, as an excuse not to need to know more about her. Hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Like there was just like no information there. And so,
0: right. It's like, it was almost like, it seemed like almost this, well, we don't really know much about her because heavenly father doesn't, want us to talk about her. And I'm like, huh, I don't know. It seemed, it always seemed a little bit off to me, but that was just a very personal feeling. It wasn't really...
1: Did or... it feel like that to you while you were in the FLDS?
0: Yes, even in the FLDS. <clears throat> okay. It, even, in, even in the FLDS and continued on throughout my other journeys in religious groups and all of that. So, well, which.
1: So you've always been like more curious about who Heavenly Mother was, and it felt off that you couldn't talk about her. Yes, and I
0: think partly because I always had a very close relationship with my mother. T- until I left at age 18, I had this very close bond with her. And I always just loved her and thought that a mother's love was one of the most important things that we could ever get, that we as humans need, is that bond with your mother. And so I always longed for that a similar bond with my heavenly mother hmm. and that might just be a very unique thing to me maybe there's no one else out there in this world that feels that way but it just was something that i felt and so it it always was a little bit strange that we didn't ever talk about her yeah but i also in a way fell for the idea of yes we just don't talk about her out of respect for her
1: that was totally that's how it was for me i never felt this desire to have any connection to her because I felt like the rule was if that's what God wants. If God doesn't want me to have a connection, if my heavenly Father doesn't want me to have a connection to my mother, then I'm not supposed to have one. Well, and, you're being, and you're being
0: and you are being taught that by yeah. those that you trusted as your as your leaders, as your spiritual leaders, yeah, and, and religious guides. And so it makes sense that that would just be what you were taught, and therefore that what you believed.
1: Yeah, so I just wanted to point that out, kind of even just going into it. Seeing that title kind of was like, oh, this is interesting, and this is going to be way out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. in what I grew up religiously to begin with, let alone all the interesting aspects of it. Um, It starts off talking about the fact that it's in Crestone, Colorado. We're seeing like body footage um, from the cops, body cam footage of them going into the house fighting her body. Um, the body of Amy Carlson, who is Mother God in this group.
0: So, kind of in the beginning, it flashed forward to kind of what was to come, and then started in the beginning of of how she became Mother God and all of that. So, we still, at this point, after just seeing episode one, we yeah. still have not. We have no idea how
1: how or her, why she's dead. We, yeah, exactly.
0: We have no idea, so we don't know about that. But we just learned a lot about. What came along Yeah, how
1: Yeah, how it came there. Also, as they went in to, like, find her body, there were signs. The group itself is, like, their main motto or group name is Love Has Won. (laughs) And as they were walking through the house, and you're seeing this body cam footage as well, it was interesting to me. I turned to Sam and I said, this feels like the Zion signs that were on all the FLDS homes to prove that, like, you were a faithful believer and, like, yearning for Zion. They put Zion on the outside of their homes. And the love has won was like on people's cars on people's windows hung up in their room different signs so it obviously became quite the motto for them but it reminded me a lot of the zion
0: right yeah and i think that maybe there was a different reason for them doing it i think they were just trying to advertise their
1: their beliefs their
0: beliefs but also kind of their business does that make sense because maybe because, it did kind
1: of come into a become more. Because business. their love
0: love has won became their online business, basically. And and we'll get into that. But but the, the yearn for Zion seemed to be a little bit more personal on proving that you belonged to that religion.
1: Yeah, but the love has won, like them putting on their home. I guess that could also on be on the a outside similar... was a symbol to other people that they belonged to that group, right? The yeah. Zion on this was a outward symbol of their commitment to their group and their religion.
0: That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Another similarity that was right off the the bat is they started interviewing these people and most of the people they're interviewing are like active members still basically. Like they still believe in Mother God, even with everything that's happened. um, They definitely are still true believers in it. Right. But they were each talking about that she would give them spiritual names. So they had like their earthly names per se, and then she would give them names when they would go and move with her or spend time with her. And that was another one that I feel like has religious connections as well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, biblically speaking, right? There were times that people changed, you know, that God gave them new names. And then within the LDS, when you go and take out your endowments in the temple, you're giving a new name as well. So that was another connection that I feel like it had like very religious ties and connections, the idea of spiritual names and having another name that only God knows you yeah. by. They never really talk about whether they acknowledge that like some of these things within that group are like we can see instant connections to Christianity or to Mormonism or these other these other faiths, these other religions, because they never claim that this is a religion. Right. It's just a, a group. The fact that everything changed when she was on ecstasy for the first time. That was where I feel like I could see like these things down the road where there were religious connections, and then yet here at the like beginning and basis of it, the idea of being on drugs for the spirituality is like against most mainstream religions <laughs> at all. Oh, You're not yeah. supposed to be doing drugs some so. people
0: have some people have theories that there have been other religions that have been started because of some type of drug or as they would call it. They call drugs and alcohol and that type of thing tools.
1: Oh yeah, they mentioned that later at one point. They said, oh, she uses all of the tools. The tools that the regular world are going to tell you that are bad, like marijuana and ecstasy and alcohol. These are all things that the rest of the world tells you are bad so that you'll stay in the illusion. Is that what they kept calling it? The illusion. Yes.
0: Yes but the idea that her spiritual journey started because of a drug and it opened up her mind to see the way things quote unquote truly were and that the rest of the world couldn't see the way things really were unless they also partook of these of these tools as they would say yeah you know that is an interesting thing that i've never heard from any other I've heard it from other people, but not any other type of religion.
1: That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I feel like most mainstream religions are going to say, like, no, you shouldn't be doing drugs or any kind of substances, like mind-altering substances. Um, We've known people that have gone on, on," quote-unquote, like, spiritual journeys Mm -hmm. and taken mushrooms or these other things that are supposed to open their mind to help them be enlightened. I personally haven't done that, so I can't speak to it, but that is what made her you know, realize, and she, then she started reaching out to people online, found the first father God who basically talked to her, and they got together, and he was, he seemed like a pretty cool older hippie, honestly. Right. <laughs> and then she kind of took that and just kept running with it. He even said that. He's like, yeah, she basically took what I taught her and ran with it online and ended up like really being interested in people following her and people listening to what she had to say. It's
0: interesting that she had this need for a following or she felt like she had to have this information had to be known because that's something that does tie in to other, if you want to call them cults or these small groups of people that go kind of way off of the, the path from normal beliefs, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have people like the Waco, the Waco incident, that uh, instance uh, with David. Mm-hmm. Forget his last name. Correct, right. Where he, the world had to hear his message. That was his big thing. The world has to hear this because it's the truth. We have people like Warren Jeffs. Obviously, I have a very uh, close connection to that. But he was sharing his sermons throughout the world. The world had to know what he was teaching. And uh, there's been a few other people that have just stood up and said, this is the truth and everyone has to know it. And so it's interesting that she also took that and the world had to know it and the world had to hear it. And so she encouraged all of her followers to jump online and everyone was sharing their beliefs as this way to spread the the truth. Ultimately, it seemed like in the end was to bring in money for them.
1: Yeah, which is funny because one of the followers, you know, even said, well, what is a cult? Because they get asked, you know, if they're a cult, and no one wants to think that they're in a cult, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so we don't even use the word very often, you know, but they said, what's a cult? Something that's not mainstream that God's a man and a church that wants money right and that's what they described as like oh you think we're a cult because we don't believe that God's a man and we don't create a religion that's all about money but then they did end up becoming this group where they were selling stuff constantly right they're selling all these things so in the end it's funny that they were kind of like bashing on the idea that being mainstream was about money and yet here they are in a smaller group doing the same type of thing trying to get a lot of money back to connections between religion or any cult or group or religion or high demand religion whatever you want to label things as the one person said how do you know that she was mother god mm-hmm. they said you can't use your head you have to use your heart how do you know you're in love you just know
0: now if that's not the number one
1: so number one reason for anybody following what they're doing
0: When it comes to spirituality or religion, that type of thing, yeah, if you only used your head, I don't think anyone would belong to anything religiously.
1: Well, you can't. That's the the exact opposite of faith, right? Like, faith is belief in something that you cannot see. Mm -hmm. And we've been told, at least growing up in the LDS church, you know, you have to have that faith. And if you just had the knowledge, if Christ just showed himself to you, you would lose the ability to even have faith. And that would make it even harder for you in the eternities to never have any way to prove your faith you can't know for a surety you have to feel it in your heart right and within christianity it's told that you use the spirit to discern that and within their group they said it's like love like if yeah. someone says oh i'm in love you don't say i don't think so because that doesn't make sense no you're like oh yeah okay you're in love that's you know great for you right and that's the same feelings and it's
0: tricky too because yes they were always using these drugs and things and that was kind of how they stayed
1: connected connected
0: was through these different drugs that they were constantly using i guess they were always high and always this that and the other and and so of course they're going to be having these out of this world experiences because they mentally weren't in this world (sighs) To to be be honest about that. Well,
1: and it was Andrew who said that, that he, because he went and had dreams about her, she had dreams about him. He went to go live with her. He became a father god. Basically, whoever she was sleeping with at the time became father god at Mm -hmm. that moment. It didn't seem like she was polyandrous in the the case of, I don't know, maybe she did sleep with all of them at the same time or separately, but same time period I don't know but it seemed like she would be committed to like that father god at the time and then the other one would kind of get pushed to the wayside and she would move on to the next father god that she was interested in but at least from what we've seen in this first episode but he said he's like yeah we were high from the time we woke up to the time we went to sleep and it makes it almost no wonder that the clouds oh these are cloud they're ships cloud ships that are right. filled with people And, And hi, we love you, like waving to the clouds. They would be videoing
0: these clouds and actually believing that they were ships in the sky and that people were on those clouds. And They said things like, when we realized that there were actually people in those cloud ships, our world just changed. And I was just like, what is happening? I mean, (laughs) but it goes to show, here's the thing that we all have to kind of wrap our heads around. I was raised in a way that most of this world would look at and say, what is happening? Like, <laughs> how could someone with any intelligence belong to something like that, right? That might be what people thought about the place I was
1: raised in. Same with me. Right, a people lot, who look, a lot at, of people. look at mainstream Mormonism and they're like, I can't believe somebody could get sucked into that or believe that. And their crazy beliefs. And
0: But when you have, let's call them tools... And it is, whether you call it indoctrination or you call it...
1: Or it's drugs or substances. Or,
0: or in their case, their tools or drugs and things like that, yep. Or you have just the simple fact that you were raised this way and that is what your parents believed and their parents believed and the parents before them. What Whatever it is, whatever is used to help people believe a certain way, once you believe something, it becomes the new
1: normal. Yeah, because even one of her followers said you know, the Galactic 18 and she pulls out this picture and she's like, these are all the people who helped Mother God and it's like Robin Williams and Elvis' is Mother God's son and this person is this and this person is that and, and she's talking was... about how Mother of God was Joan of Arc and was Marilyn Monroe and this, but you could see in her face that she just knew that. It was just a knowledge, it was a fact in her mind, right? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, that seems so crazy to me, like mind-blowing, like these 18 people are somehow, And yet at the same time, the faith that I grew up in, it seemed completely normal that like Joseph Smith saw God, the father and Jesus Christ, and that angels came down and gave the power of God to him. Right. So it's so easy for us to judge what isn't our normal or the things that we know, or when we did our video on the different degrees of heaven, right? as we start explaining that even now, like that's just knowledge and normal in our world view. And... Then explaining it all out to people who've never heard it before, it sounds complicated. Like, how could anybody keep track of, like, all these different things that you have to do for these different heavens and how people get there and all that plan? But whatever you're used to and whatever you've learned and whatever your knowledge base is, it's going to be easy to just have that continue to be your belief system. Right. So it's easy to judge people, but you don't know. I mean,
0: just as an example, when I was raised and growing up in the FLDS, this small group of you know, 10,000 people over here, I would look at the outside world, even if it was a belief system that was, you know, millions and millions of people, I would look at them as these strange people that I couldn't understand or wrap my head around how they could possibly believe such a way. Yeah. You know, and so it just, whatever is the society, the, the norm in the society in which you live seems so much more logical than what is out there. I will say the unique thing about the unique thing about this group though is the fact that everyone joining were adults. These people weren't being raised in such
1: a belief. Yeah, yet. There was one woman who brought in four kids That's true. and my That's heart true. instantly sank because we talk a lot about groups where there's abuse to children. And I'm like, okay, so these four children around, people who are gonna be on psychedelics and be on drugs and high all day, I instantly felt concerned for their safety. So they haven't talked about the children at all yet. I just hope and pray that like nothing was happening to these children. Maybe we'll find out in further episodes what happened with that one woman. But like you said, everybody who was joining, they were joining as adults. Mm -hmm. And it was a consensual, like them deciding for themselves. They were getting the information online.
0: However, (laughs) however, all of these adults, at least based on what they've shown in this so far, show so far, were in a very low place.
1: They're very vulnerable.
0: They were very very vulnerable. They needed they needed a big change in their life. They were in this position where they were seeking out something different, something new.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: when you have someone though their beliefs may be so super duper strange, that is offering a loving hand, Yeah. even if you don't fully know their intention behind mm-hmm. it, when you feel love coming from another person, it is hard to reject. Yeah. And if you're in a place where you are searching for and looking for that extra love in your life that you need, it is very hard to say, oh no thank you, I'm just going to sit over here and be sad, I'm okay. Right?
1: Yeah. When they were all coming together, they were like, yeah, the Archangel Michael was opening up the door and giving me hugs. And like, you could just feel the amount of love and the connection. And humans are meant to have that community and that connection with other people. Right. And when people don't have that and they're in vulnerable states, it's easy for people to be open to new ideas if they're searching for something, right? right. And then you have a community of people who love you and give you drugs (laughs) and it's not a crazy idea to have that they would want to stay once they go and they feel like they're a part of something that's bigger and better and like more beautiful than what they had in whatever their circumstances was before. But again, I would dare say that that's another thing similar to religions in this case, Mm -hmm. that a lot of times people will search, right? Like you hear a lot of guys in prison will become christian for the first time right they're looking for something to save them they're looking for something to help them get through the darkest times of their lives and then they'll end up within christianity or islam or like all these different things that can offer them community hope peace and as a missionary i was just gonna say as a missionary did you find that people who were in like tougher circumstances were easier to convert
0: oh definitely it was well people might use this this Bible verse as a way to explain this, that something along the lines of paraphrasing here, that it will be easier for a rich man... Oh, my golly. How no, it would be
1: easier to get a camel through the eye of a needle. That's it. Easy,
0: easier to get a camel through the eye of a needle...
1: and for a rich man to that, obtain the kingdom of big, God.
0: by the way. Than for a rich man to, to enter into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And I think the... One of the big reasons for that is because the people that that have what they're looking for in life, they are. Very, it's very difficult to convince them that they need something different. And so when people are struggling and someone offers them something different that can bring them more in their life, be more fulfilling, happiness, joy, whatever the case community. may be, community, yeah. it's going to be a lot easier to convince that person. Now, I'm not saying that... Just because you have money, you don't need anything else.
1: No, you might not be fulfilled. Like, yeah, money doesn't necessarily doesn't fulfill a person completely, right? So if someone has lots of money, they don't feel personally fulfilled, they could still go out searching for something else.
0: Exactly. Because there's also people that have all the money in the world and end up committing suicide or something because they feel empty inside, right? So but my point is, the people that feel like they have it all, we're not just talking about money, feel like they have it all, they have a great family, their relationship is amazing, this, that, and the other, it's going to be difficult to convince them, just using my mission as, a, as an example, that they need anything different or anything more in their life. So yes, I feel like it's much harder to convince someone that is not in a dark place, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. that, they, that they need a different lifestyle, different religion, different spiritual idea, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. The end of this episode ended with them bringing up and talking about the fact that there was going to be a new father God. Um, His name was going to be John. Oh, no. Sorry. There was John. (laughs) She had a lot of father gods. And part of me wondered, I was like, how is no one skeptical of like that there was constantly new fathers all the time?
0: So So that
1: didn't raise any skepticism within the community.
0: You know what everybody's thinking right now? What? They're thinking your channel is called Growing Up in Polygamy. (laughs) <laughs> you know, what's the big deal about, you know, a woman having multiple men?
1: But she had one at a time.
0: Right? Well, you know, I'm just saying, people probably want to know our thoughts on, on on that. So.
1: <laughs> but I don't think she was practicing polyandry, is what I'm saying. I don't think she had, like, a harem of men. She was men. just
0: switching very she was switching often and very... frequent. Yeah. So that would be very different <clears throat> than polygamy that I have seen and what I'm used to in the sense that the polygamy that we talk about and what we've seen is...
1: But you keep adding women. <laughs>
0: multiple One man, multiple women, in my case, living in the same family, living in the same home, growing up together, one big family. So it would be very different than her situation where she was basically just dating these men and switching them off as she pleased. The, the interesting thing is, at least for Michael's case, he stuck, he stuck around. even after she moved on to a different quote-unquote Father God.
1: Of course, one video did show as well, like one little clip. She said, I'm here with Father God and another Father God. So maybe Maybe that was the only video that led on that maybe Maybe she was in relationships with all of the men at the same time. Because at this point, it wasn't really clear that was the only video that kind of maybe there were additional Father Gods and it was Mm -hmm. polyandry. I'm not sure. So maybe we'll see in future episodes. In the
0: the next episode upcoming episodes, if it ends up being that, we will share our opinions. How about that?
1: Yes. But as of right now, there are people who said that they believed that she would still be alive if it wasn't for the father God that was about to come into the group. And that looks like that's where it's headed for episode two. So very, very interesting group for sure. Very interesting stuff to, uh, again, it's almost weird. At first we watched it and I was like, there are no connections. I don't know how we're even going to talk about anything. And then the more you sit and think, the more it is, the easier it becomes to look at all groups and find similarities because we're all humans.
0: Right. Well, and in a lot of cases, people want more in life, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're if you're not feeling like you have enough in your life and you want something more it leads to search. And sometimes that search can take people down a path that may be very wrong in the rest of the world dies.
1: Yeah. So Well, and ultimately finding somebody who says whether I guess this would be another connection with religion, right? Like she was claiming to be God herself, to be a mother God. Mm -hmm. But whether you're claiming to be God, you're claiming to speak for God, you're claiming to have all the knowledge and power of God, no matter what, anybody who is in that close connection to some kind of divine, then anything she says, she then is God. But people are going to closely follow anyone that they believe is that close to the divine. And you see that in all groups throughout the
0: world. I think it's important to mention as well, the second father God that she had, what was his name? The one that knew about websites and all of that. Andrew. Andrew. That
1: ended up being forced out because he was seeing
0: that
1: something wasn't quite right.
0: That ended up... He ended up coming up with the, their slogan.
1: Yeah, the right? love his one. Love
0: his one. So it was Andrew. Anyway, he seemed like a pretty decent guy. He was just in a very low place at the time and ended up falling for all of this. But I think it's important to mention that he saw a different side of her, and that is what ultimately led him to leaving. Is because he was he had fought he had given in to the idea of everything that was going on, that she was this person. And he said he never fully was convinced that, that she, she was actually God. was God, but but she, but she he was going along with everything. And he mentioned that he, she claimed to always be joyful and claimed to always be this happy person. 100% light. 100% light, yes. And then would drink herself almost to death every single night. So he saw that side of her. And I think that a lot of times... When we admire someone as this godlike figure or this prophet or whatever it is that we are looking up to someone as, on the outside they can come across a certain way, but unless you are always with that person side by side, you don't always know the full story. And that's where people can also fall into a trap where they see this person, I'm just speaking for myself and my experience with Warren Jeffs. You see this person as this perfect person that could do no wrong, but you're not there side by side with them all the time to realize that maybe there is a very dark side to that person. Yeah. Right. And so it's easier for people to fall for something, especially those that are just being taught over the pulpit or told certain things only the good about or told some, through about the videos, someone.
1: right? Like through YouTube.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, just something to keep in mind there too that yeah, it doesn't seem like she's a very happy or was at this point we know she has died, but Another thing we need to mention, that when someone does die, it, they are mummified. They mummify them. Yeah, they, they, they
1: said they found a mummified woman. But I'm very curious, and I'm sure they'll talk about this in later episodes, exactly how that happened. If they did that from the beginning, if they were hoping for her to come back to life, and so they did it to stop the smell. Like, we're not quite yeah. sure what, what that
0: Guess it that It was shown in this first episode, but we don't know all the details. So yeah. we're looking forward to seeing what happens there.
1: Yeah, if you want to hear more of what it was like for Sam to grow up in polygamy, then please like and subscribe. If you want to hear the rest of this series, we're going to be covering this. And there's three parts, so it'll be this week and two more. Happy New Year, by the way. I just realized it's gonna be released after the new year. We hope you guys have a wonderful, happy and safe new year. And thank you all so much for all your love and support. We'll talk to you all later.
0: Thank you all so much. We look forward to talking with you soon.